During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, November 5th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adioye Jr. Joining me is Tim Ma-Fucking Gettys. Oh no. It's a Thursday. Guys, things, th things are broken, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out why Stream Deck's being a bad boy. But uh, Kev's doing his best. Kev's doing his best. Yeah. Let's let's just We got let closer, it, let's right? We got closer, right? That time there was still <laughs> It hung on. I mean, the closer is relative, right? Mm -hmm. It's you true. know, some may say closer, some may say it was all the same. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? I would be Tim, that some. Yeah, what's Tim, up, Les? I've been having very I, so. You know how we're all like in a pandemic, right? And like we're all yeah. working from home and trying to find what what is our new normal. Mm -hmm. Lately, I've been doing this thing where I've been making myself breakfast. Awesome. Uh, and like it's been helping me like get a good start to the day, helping me get energized and whatnot. Uh, today, I was kind of late jumping on the Discord call because I decided this morning I was going to make eggs and bacon and I still have like bacon left here. And so like Ooh. at a certain point during the show, I'm going to sneak bacon into my mouth. I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to say when it's going to happen, but bacon will sneak into my mouth. But you'll know. I Tim, one you'll point know when during it happens. I love that you phrase it. Maybe that you way. won't. I love that you you're making content out of you eating, but it's oh, just yeah. now now it's like a fun surprise. Like maybe maybe Kevin will even add an effect every time you eat the bacon. Where like oh my some, god, some type of thing happens on yeah. the screen. I don't know. A bacon I don't know. watch because I didn't. I bacon here's what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to just. I didn't want to stuff very hot bacon fresh out the oven because I mm -hmm. I I put this bacon in the oven. I didn't want to like just Why? throw it in there. Save time. Burn. I was I was making Burn. eggs on the stove. Bake. You don't got two frying pans? Or you make them on the same one? You get the, I mean, the egg get... cooked with those bacon juices, and you're like, oh, that's an extra crispy mm. egg. <laughs> oh no, I, I like bacon, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I like. First of all, I don't like sharing the pan with the bacon and the egg because, like, then like the egg gets all like, uh, you know, it gets all Ooh. like dirty from the bacon. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it looks dirty. dirty. But you know no, what I mean? No, no, no. It looks dirty. It like, looks I, I dirty. get what you're saying, but like that doesn't work you up. It doesn't get you going. Not really. No, I don't. I don't want my eggs to have that much flavor. You know, huh. I want. I want my eggs to have the flavor that I want my eggs to have, huh. which is some small or some small, some salt, some pepper. You know, maybe cheese if I'm feeling frisky. Get frisky, bless. Get frisky. <laughs> yeah. But that's about it. I don't need the bacon taste in my eggs unless like they're on the same plate and like you know I'm, I'm messing around there. Wait, but not you, from the wait, pan. No, hold on, your 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 eggs and isn't usually on the same plate as your bacon. Well, no, they are, yeah, but that's like that's when it's acceptable. Like when the when the bacon grease works its way to the egg on the same plate, then it's like, oh, let's fucking go. But like putting them <laughs> in the same in the same pan to cook, I feel like it's a step too far as far as the relationship between the bacon and the eggs. So just you so know what I mean? Just, I mean, I I no, I disagree fundamentally with the everything you're saying. Really? I mean, yeah, but like that's okay. We're you know we can we can we we can disagree. So wanna, do you I not do you not bake your bacon? 
No, I don't bake my bacon. I I definitely fry it. Mm. And then I do both. Depends on the situation. A lot of times, I will use that grease for the environment, obviously, to cook my uh, my egg. Mm. And then sometimes, and where do you want to? <laughs> hold on, hold on, because this is where things get a little wily, and this definitely doesn't happen very often. Then I put bread down and I toast the bread on the pan. Fuck! It's too soon. I wasn't ready. <laughs> he snuck the bacon because this is kind of funny games daily. I want to take that seg- uh, like tangent and segue mm-hmm. it into a different tangent that is a little bit more video games related. Kev, can you bling- bring up the bling? Bring up the tweet, please, that I that I put there from one Brian Altano, the one and only Agent Bizzle. Wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> He's muted. Kevin, if there are gold stars, I'd give you a gold star right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's good stuff, right? I mean, technology is <laughs> crazy. Great. It's if crazy. you're not a video watcher, you're missing out right now. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you, Kev. That's exactly what I wanted you to do. So thank you for that. No, uh, but Brian Altano tweets out, we've been staring at the same map all week, so here are four different ones for you to look at. You deserve it. And it, it is it is the map from Skyrim. It's the map from Link to the Past, from Super Mario World, and from GTA Vice City. Now, the wow. reason I wanted to bring this wow. up is, first off, I love video game maps. There's something super cool about them. My, 100%. This, uh, this painting right here is actually the Super Mario World map, just done super pretty. Um, but Kev, can you bring up the Grand Theft Auto Vice City yeah, map? I got it open. Because that was the one that I haven't seen in a very long time. And I, I clicked on it and I looked at it and I started looking at all the alleyways and all the streets and all the different ways you can turn your car. <laughs> Bless. And I got to say, I am shocked at how small this is. Yeah, it felt small. so big and expansive when we played this game. Mm. But it's like, but I mean, this is nothing. Weren't you, Kevin, could you bring up? this uh san andreas map because i feel similarly about that one though i feel like that one might no, actually be that big, one was still. enormous right like not yeah. even big because that was like three different cities oh that's right my fingers are all over the but place. this is just so crazy because even this it wasn't three cities but it was divided into the three different yeah of the game right and different sections yeah imagining this map divided by three being all that you can do how did we think that it was this gigantic ever-expanding land because it was you know, it felt that way, like especially with with uh, GTA three. Oh, I remember playing that game at my friend's Addison's house and being like, wait, so it's just a whole city. And like, yeah, like it was a whole city and that felt different and crazy. And then when I finally when my when my it was my uncle who bought GTA San Andreas for me, even though I was definitely way too young for it uh, when he got that. And like I started to realize how big that game was. That's when I was like, games can't be bigger than this. I guess yeah. This looking at looking at the San Andreas map actually. I mean, that thing, it's enormous. Hold on, let me see. I'm trying to get yeah. a, a good image of it. The problem is, it's got all like terrain and shit. Like we don't have that. Why is this so small? Open link. <laughs> let me see. Because it should be a really. Have you big tried map. picking you the HD button at the top? Oh, there. Well, yeah. There we go. There we go. Oh, this is like a very detailed map. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is really yeah. interesting. But even even still though, like how, I think this does get the message across of like how big this this thing is. How do you guys? Did any of you guys ever ride a bike all the way around? No. No. Okay. All right, I'm the only one then. I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. Did no. you ever do the thing where you ran from one side of the map to the other? Uh, no, but I did a lot of like flying from one side to the other on a jet. Yeah. And then jump out the jet. Because I feel like running, I feel like if you ran, and I'm talking, I'm talking like if you're playing a CJ, right? Like I'm not translating this map to real life. If you ran from one side of this map to the other, I would have to imagine it'd take like, 
Oh, it's 20 minutes? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It might even take longer than that. I feel like... I wanted 20 minutes. Tim wanted an hour. I kind of want to I, I kind of want to make this a bet. Because I'm sure <laughs> we can find this information. I well, that's the thing. is like I remember we did this at IGN for GTA 5, which is different. Oh, yeah, and that's a way bigger map. Yeah, so... How I, much bigger? I, I think, I'm pretty sure that took... A, I think it took an hour. I'm going to say 20 minutes. Kevin, why are you looking that... I want to let people know that today's stories include an Xbox Series X review roundup, PlayStation 5's at launch being available only online, and Warframe on PS5 being gorgeous because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about, and we eat bacon. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosteeth.com, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. To be a part of the show, at to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames or bronze members or above, get to write in, and silver members or above, get the show ad-free with the exclusive daily post-show. Housekeeping, in case you missed it, there is a first impressions that went up earlier this week for Ghost Runner, uh, where Andy and I talk all about that game and share our thoughts and impressions. And let me tell you, Andy loves that game, and so you should check out that first impressions to understand why. That's up right now on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and on podcast services around the globe uh as a reminder extra life is happening this saturday starting at 10 a.m pacific time you can catch the whole kind of funny crew and our shenanigans for 12 hours straight as we'll be raising money for the children's miracle network of hospitals you can catch it all going down live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh, and also community streams uh community stream hosting starts friday at 1 p.m pacific time that means if you come to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you can see people from all around the kind of funny community playing raising money for those big beautiful kids remember you can go to kindoffunny.com slash extra life to donate and as a reminder be on the lookout for ps i love you xoxo in your feeds tomorrow uh thank you to our patreon producers tom bach and blackjack before i get into uh uh who we're brought by today kevin did you find the answer to the question we're looking for oh <laughs> what was the question are you still looking wait what like a map <laughs> Yeah, was, like, like was how long does it like, take to get to walk from one side to another? Oh uh, no, I, so I you'll probably have to YouTube it. Yeah, I I uh, I, I didn't look for that. I I, found him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to say <laughs> I just wanted Kev, to say what? Can you bring up the link that I, I, I added under the Altano tweet at the top? Uh, yeah, give me a second. I, I just this show. I don't know. I don't I know that I lo- like the GTA Five map. You know, like in what way? It just didn't have as much diversity as the other maps, I felt. Like, I understand it's big, but mm. a lot of it was just desert. You know what I mean? I feel you. Yeah. I'm actually right there with you. Like, Because I, I absolutely love GTA Five. but when we're talking about the map, yeah, like, it, once you get out of Los Santos, it's like... Oh, it's all desert. All right. Yeah. It's just all desert and, like, you know, empty land and, like, pockets of small towns pretty much presented all over the place. But that's not... I don't want to go there. Right. You know? Like, there's nothing out there for me. GTA, GTA right San Andreas, like you, you can you can go to Las Venturas, you can go to San Fierro. There's always something cool waiting for you in all those cities. Yep. I a gamescast topic that we probably won't be able to get to till next year because this this year's going to be crazy. Best video game maps. Ooh, we just spend really the whole gonna... time just talking I about mean, maps. But like that's so fun. such an easy one. Best map of all time is the uh, what the Assassin's Creed uh, the the last one, Odyssey. God. I love you, Kevin. You know what I mean? Anyway, real quick, I want to give a shout like, out. I be in Greece. This is this is what I was talking about. This is the the painting I have back there. It's super dope. Supportive. Oh, Oriodo. So you're Very pointing cool at stuff. the wrong spot. Is that wait? That's Super Mario World. What? 
That's Super Mario World. There you go. Now you, that one, oh, that's you pointed awesome. way to the left of it. I hate you so much. Let's talk about the goddamn news. <laughs> Today we're brought to you by Quip and DoorDash, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Baker's Dozen! Starting with our number one Xbox Series X review roundup. That's right, Xbox Series X reviews have been popping off left and right. The big embargo lifted. We now all know how people feel about the Xbox Series <laughs> X. I pulled uh, a selection of different reviews from di- from different folks around the industry. I'm going to start off with Jez Corden at Windows Central, who gave it a 4.5 out of 5 and says, The Xbox Series X is a spectacular console. Every aspect of it is dripping with the love of a massive team that clearly cared about every millimeter, every line of code that was poured into this monolithic hole. Waiting for the full-blown feature set of RDNA 2 may cost Microsoft the sales race in Q4, but for those who are lucky lucky enough to get their hands on it, the Xbox Series X is console gaming at its most excellent and most refined. In terms of the ecosystem of the Xbox, in terms of ecosystem, the Xbox Series X is attached to. Uh, there are still legitimate questions to be asked about Microsoft's ability to deliver high-quality, photorealistic AAA exclusive games. This is one area Microsoft's competition thoroughly wins, both on mindshare and consistency. There are signs that the tide is about to shift in Microsoft's direction with the purchase of ZeniMax Media, alongside a promising library of upcoming Xbox games from both first- and third-party developers. The backward compatibility effort on the Xbox Series X cannot be understated for its meticulousness and execution. Thousands upon thousands of games are launching with this console, from your favorite service-type experiences like Rocket League and Fortnite to single-player classics like Doom and Fallout 4. Hundreds of games are effectively getting free remaster treatment boosted to their maximum resolutions and frame rates thanks to the forward-looking design of the Xbox ecosystem architecture. Michael Heim at GameSpot uh, gave it an unscored review, uh, and I, instead of pu- instead of pulling the actual blurb from the bottom that sums everything up, I'm pulling. I'm gonna pull uh, uh, an excerpt from toward the middle of the review to talk about uh, some certain aspects uh, specifically. He writes, "Those who have been using the Xbox One for some time will notice that things haven't changed all that much from the current user interface. Navigation is much snappier on the Xbox on the Xbox Series X, but." It maintains the same overall look and feel, which I personally don't mind since it works well enough. What really brings that snappy navigation into its own is the quick resume feature. It's one of the highlights of using the Xbox Series X. You can have around five to six games, game states suspended, and jump between those games without having to reboot them. All you do is hit the home button and switch switch to another game, and quick resume takes care of the rest. It's built into how the system operates. Quick Resume retains those suspended states after turning off the console and even unplugging the power cord. I know that not everyone will jump between that many games, but it's really convenient for hopping back into the ones you're frequently playing. Uh, Then lastly, I'm going to pull the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S reviews from Ryan McCaffrey at IGN. I'm going to start off with Series X, where Ryan McCaffrey gave it an 8 out of 10 and says, We can only assume that the Xbox Series X will wow us with new and spectacular next-gen games eventually, because there isn't much to judge, judge, judge it on right now. But in the meantime, no matter what current, current games you throw at it, your loading, your loading times will be drastically cut. Your frame rates will be smoother, and your resolutions will be higher. This bold and minimalistically designed box is quite compact for both the power it packs and especially how it compares to the PS5, capable and loaded with convenience features like instantly resuming and cycling between any of your favorite, uh, any of your recently played games. 
compared directly to the PlayStation 5 specs, it flat out gives you more power for the same price. It's going to be a joy to see what developers actually do with it in, com- in the coming years. And then talking about the Series S, Ryan McCaffrey gave it a 7 out of 10 and said, All in all, the Series S offers plenty of present-day value considering it only costs $300. It's limited to 1440p resolution and has a claustrophobically small storage space. But it's tiny and quiet with snappy load times and can play, play games at 120 frames per second if your TV can support it. I'm mostly concerned about its long-term viability. Games are only going to be going to get more demanding going forward so the series s isn't something that i'd recommend as your main gaming platform but that doesn't mean it doesn't have its place the series s is an excellent second console like if you want to if you want something for a kid who plays on a smaller screen for it uh or it or for for example if you have a ps5 but want to want to occasionally dip into the smorgasbord that is game pass as long as you're clear on what the series s's strengths and limitations are it's a unique budget-friendly way to take your first steps into a new console generation that was a lot of rating mm-hmm. but i think speaks to what i've seen from reviews across the industry i feel like a lot of people are saying a lot of the same things being that it is an impressive console quick resume is awesome backwards compatibility is awesome where are the games uh and that's kind of what everybody kind of come comes back to there's a tweet from janet garcia that i saw uh that thought was good where she she said xbox series x slash s really is a music festival with no headliners. Uh, and from my experience with the Xbox Series X so far, I kind of echo that same sentiment where I absolutely love backwards compatibility. I talk about it all the time. I like going back to old games. I like being able to go back and play Sonic Generations wherever, whenever I want to. Um, but there does feel like a lack of, all right, here's something future-looking. Here's something brand new. I feel like Halo Infinite getting delayed kind of was a blow to the launch lineup uh and then we're gonna have to wait a little bit before we we see things that feel like they're truly i'll say next gen from xbox series x tim do you agree uh i i do agree but i think that so going with this music festival analogy here it definitely is lacking a headliner i've had mine for a week now it feels like and i've been having a great time with it but there doesn't seem to be that kind of like tentpole event game that i'm like playing and feeling like oh man this is what the xbox series x is however it does feel like even though there's no headliner there's a ton of amazing artists performing at this music festival and their songs sound better than ever like Mm. that's the thing to me that's so impressive where it's like there's always something kind of uh comforting about listening to music that you used to love before but now it, it it's it feels new again because like it's like listening to rolling stones music but it's not in mono it's like actually yeah. remastered and like you have that moment of like oh wow there's actually a sound stage here it's that same thing for video games where playing cuphead and the loads being what they are which is non-existent and then using the quick resume stuff to jump into to other games it is fantastic and like i very much disagree with the like oh man i haven't had a next gen experience i feel like i'm constantly having a next gen experience it's just so far that experience isn't a brand new video game but but the structure and foundation of what this system is it is so exciting to me it feels like the series x i can't speak to the s but the x is fantastic and if this is the bare minimum and this is the level that we're jumping off from it's gonna be a very exciting time do i recommend anybody rushing out to buy one right now no, because there isn't that one big tentpole thing. But just know that everything that you've loved before is here, but be- better than ever. And if you haven't played Xbox games for a while, 
Game Pass is the best deal ever to have it all there. I love the way it's organized. Knowing which games are optimized for uh, X and S is like a clear little logo on the the game, like the box art itself. It's awesome. Like it is such a just great experience. It makes playing these games and looking for these games fun. And this might not be the most interesting thing that I've ever said uh, to a lot of people that are like, why would I want to spend $500 for that? But Nick Scarpino always talks about how much time he spends blading through Netflix as opposed to actually watching Netflix. Just blading through the options on the Xbox Series X is so enticing. It is just like, it makes you realize like the sheer breadth of content that is available in a true next-gen fashion. Yeah. Like every every time I go through that library, the Game Pass library specifically, I, I have that feeling of, man, what if I had this when I was a kid? Like I couldn't imagine having this growing up, just access to all these games, right? Because like, you know, my I mean, my library growing up was limited. One, because like my parents weren't gonna buy me every single every single game that existed, but then also like even in terms of how how like how many games can you own, right? Like that's just a different thing, right? There are hundreds of games that are available in, ter- in terms of so- like software, right? That are mm-hmm. already available on the Xbox Series X. Uh, and they're all just right there, or a, a great amount of them are right there for you using Game Pass. And so like to, your, to you even talking about like having a next, next-gen experience already with games that have already come out, like that kind of speaks to my experience with pl- playing games like Mirror's Edge, which Mirror's Edge is kind of a, was kind of my go-to game when I first got my hands on the Series X because I know how how Mirror's Edge plays. I know how it runs. You know, I love Mirror's Edge. Why not give it a shot on this brand new next gen system? And mm-hmm. even that alone, right? Like, uh, uh, one of the reviews I read here mentioned uh, the uh, how games are essentially getting the remaster treatment with with nothing really done to them, right? Just through through boosting and load times alone on Mirror's Edge. I'm like, wow, I can't believe this game is loading this fast to the point where you get to the elevator moments, you know, where the elevators mm-hmm. are obviously there to hide the loads. You get there and it's like, man, imagine if this game was programmed without the elevators in them and they were just load screens. That would probably be better in this situation where the next level would be would be loaded already and I wouldn't have to wait in this thing. Like who would yeah. have thought that putting in putting in this thing that's supposed to mask the loading uh, in 2020 is now the thing that is pointing out like, oh yeah, there's loading happening. Um, or at least at the time, right, we needed to have this here so that we could have loading hap- happening here. Um, that's totally really there. cool. That's really yeah. awesome. Uh, someone in the chat was saying like, it's really telling that Tim uh, is bringing up Cuphead at talking about the series X review. The only reason I bring it up is because that is the game I'm most intimately familiar with, with its load times. Cause the amount of times that I've died and had to <laughs> reload the stuff, like I know how that feels. And so to play it here and have that not exist is fantastic. Like it, it is a game changing experience for a game I'm intimately familiar with and going into more technically uh advanced games like gears 5 like it's just seamless man and it, like i don't even need to talk about how good it looks it looks fantastic like it is eating these games for breakfast when it comes to just oh, yeah. raw power very well, dude, i've been playing i've been playing forza horizon 4 and uh i put like putting it into performance mode and seeing that game run at a smooth 60 is way like is is such a cool experience compared to uh to how i played it on my uh base xbox one right like it felt it feels like a world of difference and it feels really awesome i got a question here from mama this is garbage who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says so xbox series x and s reviews are out and i've got one question should the games or lack thereof play a factor in the review of a console itself i feel like if i were to review a phone i wouldn't factor in the apps that are that are or aren't available into the score slash impressions. Maybe I'm thinking about it the wrong way, 
curious about your thoughts. The reviews have been positive overall, so this isn't a huge deal. Thanks. Reviewing consoles like with a with a score is always an interesting thing, and like I understand the value of it. Like really, it's just it's just a way to kind of explain your your feelings towards the thing at the at the moment. It's going to change over time, and they always do. Uh, like IGN, I know personally has changed their uh, review scores for consoles as the generation goes on. I think you have to factor in the games that are available, the apps that are available. And I think if I was reviewing a phone, it'd be the exact same way. When a, a new phone launches in apps that you rely on in your everyday life are incompatible, that's a big issue. That falls into what you're actually reviewing, which is the experience. And I think that when it comes to the next-gen consoles, it's like you have to look at the the offerings overall and review that experience as well. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, even even for the phone analogy, like, on my... Um whatchamacallit like galaxy s10 right like the phone app is an app the messaging app is an app and like if there were no apps available for me that or no messaging apps available for me that i felt were good if i was reviewing a phone that would factor in you know as opposed to like right now i use uh, a third-party messaging app as opposed to the default messenger and you know like if that wasn't available available for me and i didn't like the default messenger i for me that would factor in uh, i think software does play a part and especially for game consoles what is a console if not the games you're going to play on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, it is... I, I do feel weird about numbered scores scores for consoles. I, like, because I... Like, I, for the Xbox and the PlayStation, it's like, what is the number going to say about those? Especially, like, when you're talking about uh, features that are pretty much in parity between both. You know, like, both are running off of SSDs. Both seem... B- both are going to play the majority of third-party games. Like, yeah, they're going to be first-party... Uh, uh, first party lineups available on both, but those you're going to see the majority of those games come after the launch. Like we're only getting getting a taste at launch and on the side of Xbox, right? Like you're not really getting any uh, ex- well, I'm not gonna say you're not getting any because you get like Tetris Effect Connected, which I believe is going to be exclusive for some time on X and S. Um, but like, yeah, like uh, numbers do feel weird. But, but, but numbers feel weird always. Like, my thing is yeah. that there's consistency. It's like IGN and GameSpot use numbered reviews. For their games. So they're going to do that for this. The number backs up the words. The words back up the number. It's not like it's just an arbitrary number that they're putting on stuff. It's like Ryan McCaffrey gave it an 8 and gave it a 7 for the X and S respectively based on the words that he put behind those numbers. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's fine. The numbers are going to change. You understand what this is. It's I highly doubt people are looking at this number and being like, well, I'm not going to buy it now then. But that is kind of the purpose for the the people that that need these reviews. That's what it's there for. Yeah, uh, and it's like as far as like how games speak to the consoles too, right? Like I, I it's I feel like we're in such an interesting place for Xbox regarding games because I'm not of the mind that Xbox won't get games. Like Xbox, if anything, it, is poised to like get a bunch of games, right? Mm-hmm. Between Zenimax and the first party studios that are already there, and like the initiative and all the studios that we've seen Xbox buy or, over the last few years and like third party uh, 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 partnerships, you know, stuff like Don't Nod and Tell Me Why, like that stuff's not gonna stop. The Xbox is gonna get a lot of games. Like that's not that's not necessarily a thing that I'm worried about. Uh, and so like, again, rev- these reviews are for launch, obviously. Like these reviews are, tell- are, are, are to tell you whether or not you should go out and get one right now. And that's going to change from person to person. But yeah, as far as how games factor in there, like, you know, I, I feel like we're going to be able to talk about this stuff a lot deeper, especially in the coming weeks as we get both consoles uh, out. And 
I guess I'll just I'll I'll, I'll leave it there because I ha- I have stuff to say. <laughs> Most of it I can't actually I can't, I can't actually save say it. Yet. Yeah, let's so I'll, I'll save that stuff. Uh, story number two: PlayStation Five launch day orders are online only. This is from the PlayStation blog. The launch of the P- of the PS Five console on November twelfth or November nineteenth, depending on your region, is almost upon us. In the interest of keeping keeping our gamers, retailers, and staff safe among or amidst COVID nineteen, today we are confirming that all day all all day of launch sales will be conducted through the online stores of our retail partners. No units will be available in store for purchase on launch day, uh, November twelfth or November nineteenth, depending on your region. Uh, please don't plan on camping out or lining up at your local retailer on launch day in hopes of finding a PS Five console for purchase. Be safe, stay home, and place your order online. Gamers who have pre-ordered for pickup at their local retailer should still be able to do so at their de- their designated appointed appointment time uh, under the retailer's safe- safety protocols. Please confirm the details with your local retailer. Tim, does this surprise you at all? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I, I think that uh, it's not something that I necessarily expected, but I think it makes a lot of sense. And there's just the reality of how many PS5s are out there in the wild that are able to be sold. And I don't think that that number is as high as a lot of us would expect. Or, or or desire is probably a better word there. It's like it's the supply and demand, and we know that the demand for the PS5 is extremely high. Um, I think that this is the best way to keep people safe with all the COVID stuff. I am interested in if that's the truth behind all of this, or if there's like mm. other reasons of why uh, that they're not exactly like straight up saying here. But again, not a huge surprise. Uh, I think that it's going to be d- difficult to get a PS5 if you don't have one already but at least there are more being released at launch day online at least there's something that people that don't have one right now can look forward to yeah i think i think this is a good good call um i have no problem with this i think that this is a good call especially just to keep people safe right like i kind of like the idea that especially on launch day where things are already going to be busy as far as people picking up their online orders don't add to 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 that chaos like don't add don't add uh, to the to the amount of people that are going to be in store or outside of a store waiting mm-hmm. to pick something up. Uh, that it makes me wonder when we can expect uh, units to actually be in stores. Like when they say launch day, do they may, do they mean the day after launch? That's when units will be in store stores, or is it a nah? Like you can you can stay tuned for early next year or like later I I, I think that it's definitely. Uh, I imagine there'll be more this year. But I don't think that they're going to like telegraph it. I think it's just going to kind of happen. There'll be shipments. Oh, GameStop has a couple. Oh, Best Buy has a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to eventually keep rolling out until it is just a norm that everybody has it. I know we're going real long on the show today, uh, but I I wanted to quickly just bring up. I wonder if Xbox Series X is going to sell out as much as next gen consoles normally do. Like, I wonder if it's going to be easier to get a Series X mm-hmm. in December. You know, I mean, I think this could this could play a factor in that, right? Like, if if Sony doesn't uh, provide units for retailers, right, like in store, and Xbox does, then yeah, like I I, I think that puts that puts everybody in a very interesting position. Uh, if Xboxes are just more readily available, you don't think it's a bad look for so or for Xbox or Microsoft now to like be like we we are gonna be doing lines. I mean, I guess they don't have to bring attention to it, 
Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I do feel like it's a bad look when it's like there's reporters being like, and now there are people doing lines. You know? Yeah. I feel like Xbox like, can totally like brush that off their shoulders and be like, that's Best Buy's problem. And that's the thing is like you can point to, you can point I, to retailers. I, I, that I know, like, but I feel like Sony. Eh, GameStop's doing that. We don't control them. Yeah, but, mm. I, but I do feel like Sony now made the thing where it's like clearly companies can control it. You know what I mean? I This, yeah, this seems like also, an interesting a mix of an interesting PR move to mitigate like the fact that like they may not have enough consoles to do this. That's the thing. Mm. But yeah. also a smart move to like set the narrative. Yeah, I mean, Sony on yeah. top of stuff. That's what I like it. I guess, but I don't <laughs> think I don't think this narrative's going to be picked up by any anything that really matters. It's not like this is going to make national news. This story, you know what I mean? I this might not, but later when Xbox has giant lines, like be, when let's say Target when, has giant lines, it might be something that comes up. Tim, you have to stop being scared. Cool, Greg just scared the fuck out of me. He's like a dark. Oh my god, tell him to come say light. hi. We all miss him. I miss Cool, Greg. I hate the finger motion that he does. I hate it. You know what I mean? Uh oh. Which one? Like the turn, turning off the mic? On no, off? no, no, no. When he like tells people to come over and he does the like, yeah. Oh, oh man, hey. he looks fit. You know what I mean? Tight everywhere. Yeah, he's been working out. <laughs> man, Miss Cool. Sorry Greg. about that. Oh, that scared the hell out of me. I got a question here from Lunar83 who writes in and says, PlayStation announced that all launch day sales will be online, which I think is a good thing to avoid large lineups during these COVID times. But do you think that means another round of orders will be available on launch day? Or do you think all stock has been taken up with pre-orders and there's nothing left for now? I think that they're going to put out some more on launch day. I don't think it's going to be a huge amount, but I definitely think that they have made more uh, stock since the pre-orders first went up. So they're going to want another round of an influx of orders that Mm -hmm. they can prep for and plan around. I don't know if we're going to see them on launch day, but I think like very soon after launch, I think you'll see it. Like it it very much feels like a, all right, cool. Let's see how many people are going to order these things. All right, cool. We we sold out. All right, let's, let's bulk up those numbers, put them out there again. I think think launch day. You think launch day? Yeah, because I think that they they're gonna want a story, and like that's just there's a date already assigned to it. That's just like, hey, it comes out this day, and if people are able to buy it that day, I think that's gonna be powerful mm. for them. See, I think that kind of comes back to the and like to the what is the purpose of them not having in store units? And I feel like like okay, yeah, selling online probably uh, definitely mitigates that to a certain extent, but having having online sale or having new new uh, units the day of conflated with pre-order units already being sold defeats the purpose a little bit of of them being like oh yeah we want to like make sure that we're handling covid right and all that stuff right if you're just gonna have even more people yeah i i feel like showing up on launch day i feel like what we're we're gonna see is day of we're gonna get more orders coming up and they're gonna be for the next couple of days so that we have yeah and maybe yeah that's that's three or four days of people going to the stores to get their playstation fives you know what I mean? Then there'll be like the day one people, and then there's the people afterwards that are like super hyped and excited and waiting for it. And that's definitely going to be retailer to retailer. But yeah, I think that probably would be a a good case scenario of all right, launch day. There are more units available, but you can't pick up this unit until tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, you'll be able to buy them, which is the uh, that to me is but, is what I'm talking about. Of like launch yeah. day, you'll be able to buy, which is just how things work. And may, you might even be able to pick up later that day. But I, I think that the, the biggest thing is it's about shipping where they, I truly believe 
that Sony wouldn't have put out the statement and they wouldn't be saying this if they knew that every Best Buy, every Target, every GameStop, everything across the country could have a good amount of PS5s in store. I think they realize that they can't do that, so they might as well have them all online so that way it could ship out to where they need to go. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it'd be weird if, if there was only like, hey, there's one PS5 in for every city. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> not enough. Anyways. Mm. Anyways, story number three, EA has extended UFC and NHL licensing deals. This is Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. Electronic Arts has extended its partnerships with the National Hockey League and the UFC. The publisher confirmed in, a separate, announce- in separate announcements today. For the NHL, NHL deal, EA announced a multi-year renewal of their, of their decades-long partnership, offering no concrete details beyond that and making no mention of any form of exclusivity. The publisher was a little, little more specific about the UFC deal, saying it had locked up exclusivity on the UFC license through 2030. 2030. There are some there are some limits to that exclusivity as it does not extend into China or yeah it does not extend to China and it only covers games with mixed martial arts as the primary activity. EA says, "quote The UFC partnership will include more forms of play and self-expression available on more platforms, including expanded expanded future offerings for mobile players. This partnership will also focus on design, visualization, and development innovations for the games to grow and deepen the world of EA Sports UFC, impacting how they play and feel, and how players connect to the sport as it happens." End quote. As for EA's plans for the NHL, the company said only that the deal would not. Or the deal would let EA Sports, quote, accelerate authentic and innovative hockey simulation experiences, end quote, in years to come. Not surprising on the UFC side, the fact that the deal was extended to 2030 for some reason bums me out a little bit. I don't know hmm. why. I Did think you want it's someone else working on the game, maybe. Yes, I guess yes and no. Like, it's not that EA's done like a bad job with the UFC games by any means, but. Uh, UFC used to belong to the, the the rights to the UFC games used to belong to THQ, who I liked the UFC the UFC games under THQ better than EA, and I think that's just because it felt like THQ just did more. Like it it, it mm. felt like they went harder as far as like the modes and the features and how the ground game felt and all this different stuff. EA over like the years have done well with UFC, but it very much feels like a it feels like EA Sports games where it's very iterative and it is all right yeah like here's here's the new version with an updated roster and like we've tweaked some mechanics a little bit but all in all it is a it is a a UFC simulation i kind of would like to see that property uh with somebody i, I i'd want to see what somebody else would do with it not saying that somebody else would do better necessarily but i don't know there's something about the UFC games that i feel like is missing in terms of heart. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. And I know, I know that kind of feels weird to say that about a sports game, especially where all sports games kind of are, are the same thing, but UFC, I feel like I just see a different way where I feel like UFC could be something that is different and cooler and a little bit more, uh, outstanding. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And in 20 and 10 years, this feels like a long, a long time for one, one that, person to have a property. That's the other thing is just like when we start getting these deals that last that long, like it just reminds me of like Tony Hawk's pro skater back in the day where they signed on for like a 13 game deal. And like, we saw what happened there that led us to Tony Hawk's pro skater five, where mm-hmm. it's just like holding on, like putting out shit just to hold on to the license. It's like, ugh, never yeah. good. 
Never and I guess, and I guess that's my thing too is like there's not really any competition as far as UFC games right now, and mm-hmm. so I don't f- I feel like you, EA doesn't have any reason to like make their UFC games bigger and better. Like it, I, I for now they're just gonna feel like iterations, mm-hmm. and that's fine because again like the games are good, they're fun, like they are they are what they are. But I don't know. Um, NHL. I looked when I read this this th- uh, this story. I also looked up NHL reviews, and it seems like NHL reviews good like uh, sevens to eights and so like mm-hmm. that's probably also a, a decent thing for the nhl fan base and so there you go there you go story number four we have new nintendo earnings i'm reading this directly off of nibel on twitter uh who tweeted out about nine hours ago uh new nintendo earnings release switch has sold 6.85 million during the last quarter pushing total hardware sales to 68.3 million units worldwide so close so close to to what 70 yeah. <laughs> uh animal crossing has reached 69 bless <laughs> oh okay uh, i'm an idiot wait wait wait, I, I wait, like, wait you were serious i thought no, you were because, fu- i thought you were fucking with us I legit, and, and bless i legit, it was I, I was like this kid's brilliant he gets comedy so well. No, it turns out you're just that dumb. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I, well, no. in, my, in, my, in my head, legit, I was like, maybe he, maybe like the maybe the 3ds sold sold, I don't know, barely above that or something. And so I was like, oh, maybe 70 mil. I don't know. And that was that was hella when you funny. Said, when he didn't say anything, I was like, oh, I guess 70 million is the answer. That was good. Good for that you, was good. man. That's hilarious. Uh, Animal Crossing has reached 26. Uh, 0.04 million sold copies. Uh, Holy Super Mario- shit! <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible. Super Mario 3D All Stars has sold 5.21 million units as of September 30th. Uh, Paper Mario is at 2.82 million units. And so, if we're looking at the top Switch sales game by game, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has now reached 28.99 million units, and Animal Crossing is sitting at second place at 26.04 million units. Wild. Man absolutely a game that was released in 2020 yeah second best-selling game on on the switch losing only to uh a launch game that is mario kart right 28th best-selling game of all time damn you said it would never be up here remember you're like there's no way it ever gets to second place Proved you wrong i think i did say that i think i did say that no he did too he did that's the funny thing who would have predicted it out cold uh because I because my prediction was and I'm shocked that Who this hasn't happened yet. It's also Smash. Well, my prediction was Pokemon Sword and Shield rises to second place, and that that still hasn't happened because right now we're looking at Animal Crossing in second place, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, at about 21 million units at third place, Breath of the Wild at fourth pl- fourth place with 19.74 mil- million units, and at fifth place, Pokemon Sword and Shield at 19 million units. That's shocking to me that Pokemon crazy, is man. in fifth place. Yeah. All these numbers, I mean, it, it's crazy. Somehow, every single time we talk about these Nintendo sales stories, I'm always on the, the show. This is I'm, it's a Thursday. I'm not usually, at least, didn't used to be on Thursdays. And here it is. Here it I is. I love it, man. Nintendo doing well. You love to see it. Now, give me some new games, please, please. Uh, Nintendo. Oh, I was gonna say, speaking of new games, but this is actually this isn't actually a new game. Story number five: Warframe is getting a PS5 update. This is Ethan Gatch at Kotaku. And Kevin, I have a trailer that I want us to watch because I think. Now, do you want to be able illustrates... to hear it? No, we don't have to hear it. Okay, we can we can just see the visuals. Great. Warframe was there for the launch of the PS4 generation and will Great. return in an upgraded form on PS5 sometime before the end of the year. Developer Digital Extremes announced today. 
The studio shared some impressive comparison shots between the current gen and next gen versions of the free to play loot shooter over on the PlayStation blog today, including new lighting and fast load times. Uh, uh, players will be able to take advantage of when the upgrade goes live later this year. Whoa. And yeah, if you're watching the, the video, the <laughs> PS5 to PS or the PS4 to PS5 upgrade looks substantial. It's wild like, how dark it was. Why was it so dark? You don't realize how dark it is until you see the PS5 version. You're like, oh, snap. Look at all these textures here. They're just <laughs> hiding. They're just like hidden this, un- underneath the non-ray oh, yeah. lights. Man. What is this game? It I, looks I know it's interesting. So I played Warframe yeah. when it was on beta and PC, like sure. legit like seven or, or eight years ago. And it's basically a, you play as like these space ninjas. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, the, I'm digging all the, those words so far. Yeah, the suit that you're in is, I believe, is called a Warframe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, you play as space ninjas. You go through and you like chop stuff up and you like you shoot things. My build, I had a bow and arrow that I really liked. It was really cool. It's like a, it's the it's a it's a game as a service game. And so think like Destiny. This is weird that shit. they clip this out, right? That little because look the loading screen. Yeah, I mean, is this is what the loading screen looks like? But yeah. like, why is it? Look, it's all framey at the end. Well, left. yeah, it is weird that they clipped the framey part out. Yeah. But yeah, like the loading <laughs> took 10 seconds as opposed to 41 seconds there. Um, the the list of improvements go like this, right? 4K resolution at 60 FPS, which, oh my God, that is that is amazing. Uh, significantly shorter load times. Dynamic lighting that follows the na- the natural direction and strength of any given, any given light source in an environment. Sharper textures, cross-gen play between PS4 and PS5. Progress carried over to the next gen. Uh, use of the adaptive triggers on the PS5 controller for shooting, oh, cool. and then uh, sometime down the road, haptic feedback to make different planetary biomes feel unique. Oh, so you go to different planets. Yeah, you go to different planets, yeah, and the haptic feedback is essentially going to feel different based on what services and that's what tight, planet that's tight. You can have a squashy planet or like a jumpy planet. I like that. Yeah, and based off, based off my experience with Cooling Springs in Astro's Playroom, I'm very excited for that. <laughs> that sounds really awesome. Very specific, bless. Yeah, yeah. It's no, the cooling. That's all you can say. It's almost as if that's all I can say. But yeah, the Cooling Springs level in Astro's Playroom made me very happy and excited for what haptic feedback has to has to bring on the PS5 controller. Oh, um, but yeah, Warframe is also currently on Xbox One. Digital Ex- Extremes did not immediately respond to a request for comment by Kotaku about when the Xbox Series X and S versions of the game might be available or whether its upgrades will be will be par with those announced today on the PS5. So there you go. Very exciting stuff. Tim, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about story number six. But Please before say. I do, I want to tell you about our sponsor. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Quip. There are only two types of people in the world. Those of us who brush and floss every day and those of us who might just start. Thanks to Quip's new refillable floss pick. You know Quip, the electric toothbrush you hear about all the time, but it's their sleek, reusable floss floss pick you want to use next. The durable handle is easy to guide, restrings with a click, and comes with a com- with a compact mirror dispensing case for on the go. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. Pay your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for adults and kids. Quip has the simple guiding features you need, like the timed sonic vibrations with guiding pulses to help you brush better. And now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing better every day. 
Quip also delivers uh, brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months for $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Bring delight to your everyday brushing and join the over 5 million mouths brushing with Quip starting at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash games, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash games. We're also brought to you by <laughs> getquip.com. We're also brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be, will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from, from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory, or if you're like me, Jollibee. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left safely at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code GAMES. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES. Don't forget, that's code GAMES for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Tim, story Mm -hmm. number six, Demon Souls remake on PS5 doesn't use ray tracing. This is from Ian Agosa at DualShockers. Sony Interactive Entertainment stated that the Demon's Souls remake on PS5 doesn't use ray tracing. We first learned that via an interview published by our Spanish peers at Level Up. Sony told Level Up that it's a, it's a time cost issue which led Demon's Souls dropping the PS5's ray tracing. Moreover, our friends over at GameSpark contacted Sony to reconfirm. SIE says, quote, PS5 game Demon's Souls does not support ray tracing. In this remake, we greatly increase the number of polygons, objects, density, and texture size. Our, our technology allowed us to create beautiful graphics with real-time rendering, pushing out to the max the details and the richness of the world of Demon Souls, end quote. Additionally, GameSpark noted that while the initial Japanese press releases for the remake mentioned ray tracing, the ones starting September 2020 removed that mention. Uh, interesting, right? Yeah, like, I would say it's a, it's a major, major bummer. You know, no one would be able to see me say that, but uh, it's all good. You know, it's not like this is a video show where there's two yeah. hosts, you know. I mean, hey, who I'm knows? Sorry. Still be sorry. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, I had some, something come up. Uh, yeah, just fucking around. Is it oh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, no, this I, I'm kind of bummed by this. Demon Souls looks so fantastic, and I, I've been kind of like pushing it mentally for me as like the the true next gen game visually that I want to look at as like the spectacle piece. Um, and I, I wish that it was like playing with all the the tech and the fun doodads that next gen's promising uh so to not have this kind of a bummer especially because everything that we've seen looks beautiful and i wonder if some of the videos we've seen have had it and then so what we're actually going to play is lesser than and i hope that's not the case but the other side of that is maybe everything we've been seeing hasn't and it just looks that damn good yeah that's my thing is like i'm i i was surprised to read this but i'm not i'm not bummed out because i think blue point as a studio has proven that 
they're just excellent when it comes to making games look fantastic. And if you're telling me that, hey, we've done all this other stuff that's going to make the game look great, even without ray tracing, then cool. Yeah, like, I'll believe you. Like, I, I'm, and for, for me, too, like, it, when it comes to video game preference, like, I've, I, I've been opting for playing games with 60 FPS. Like, on uh, uh, Forza Horizon 4 is actually an example where you can change back and forth from fidelity and performance modes. And I opt for performance mode usually, which usually doesn't have uh, ray tracing as an option. And so, like, if, if, this, if the game runs smoothly, if it still looks beautiful, I'm fine to live when, in a world where Demon's Souls doesn't have ray tracing as of now. Maybe that comes in an update or something later down the road. Who knows? Like, I think that still seems like an open, open possibility. Um, but That just sucks, though. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like I, I, I'm the opposite of you, where I mm-hmm. tend to go the, the res- resolution way, and I, I as long as the performance is good enough. And, you know, when you have these new toys, it's like, I want to be able to play with the new stuff. Like, adding an update later doesn't help somebody that's trying to play the game now. And granted, mm-hmm. Demon's Souls not really for me so it's like i don't really have a hill to stand on with this one where it's like all right cool that's fine it doesn't need to be there but for the people that do love those games they care about that stuff it's like uh but also hey if it's going to make a better game and get the game out timely i get it makes a lot of sense tim i'm really excited to play the ps5 and xbox series x games that do have ray tracing but next gen next week it feels so far away. <laughs> if I want to know what's coming out to mom and, sh- mom and grop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. yeah. Out today. You know, you know got- how there's that, that tone? There's like a, a, a pitch that if you hear it, it makes brown you shake your pants. Brown, it's oh, called yeah, the brown, the brown note. The brown note. Kevin, yeah. I don't know what he just did. It wasn't that, but it gave me gas. You know, gross. That's nasty. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Like Kevin definitely hit a certain tone and then kept it. And the way that was actually kind of impressive. Like Kevin, mm-hmm. I was very impressed with Thank the way you. you kept that note. Thank you very much. I did it for you. You did your damn thing. Thank you. I appreciate. I'd like it. to think I would have gotten two stars. That's all I'm saying. Today, you maybe you maybe would have. I would have given given you a star for that. There you go. I would have my second star. But I also would have taken away a star you can't because of the away. way that the show started, where we couldn't get like the the intro and the actual transition to the show right. You know what I mean? I mean, like, still that's, that's a technical still issue. Still that you know? gap. It's a technical issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm. At this point, but aren't you yeah, like our tech, your you're our tech guy though? Yeah, no, I'm trying to solve it. If I do the intro one more time, it'll probably be less this time. You want to try it again? Let's try it again. Do it. Oh, you did it. Finally, it works. <laughs> I fucking love this show. <laughs> I mean, the, the problem awesome. is I have to tweak it these things It only took out. four days. <laughs> Why did, to be out fair, today, I didn't really feel like it was... I, mean, I didn't understand it was a problem until... Till, uh, I, I love... I it was loved a problem Bless. the first day. Bless had no faith that it was going to work. I, I know. Think so it was he got, he got so style. tough, so tough. The amount of times that we've restarted based like like... Not even on this show, on other shows like the the intro, I'm shocked that 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 it worked in like in the middle of a show, right? Off a whim, like all right, let's do it, and you you were able to make you it know work. What? I'm very proud of you, Kevin. I, I you said did your that. damn thing. You get a third, you get a third imaginary star. <laughs> I said the chat, that. The, the chat's letting us know that it was not a flawless victory. Yeah, something's wrong the with the audio. audio. 
The audio's fucked. Oh, which, which is, oh you know, no, you know what it was? You know out. what it was? I know why I was fucked. Because I have to mute the desktop audio so just that one track plays. Well, mm. I guess we're going to have to do mm. it again. Yeah, we got we to gotta do another one. No, we're doing two, this until it works. Uh, uh, no, no, like we shouldn't because like I have to go in there and hear. Oh, let me see. Uh, where is it? Mixer. You got this, Kevin. I believe in you. Audio. I like today's show. Today's show's off off the rails. Audio. Okay. And then I have to. I wish I had more bacon. Unmute. Yeah, you know, I wish you did too, because uh, I I did some extra work on the bacon graphic. Oh yeah. No, I was seeing it. I I don't know if the people who are they, watching they live couldn't see it. They couldn't oh. see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Les, yeah, I did saw you, what you're did doing. Did you there. go? Did you go to the watch the throne concert? No, the I never did. Oh, you missed out on one of like, the greatest where shows they did I've the... ever seen. Yeah, they, they Par- did like Paris the, over Paris and over, over and over, over as an encore. This feels like the lame version of that. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. That, yeah. That's that's all I've wanted to be. Like yeah. I've always just wanted to be the lame version of Jay Z. <laughs> I'll take. I was gonna it. say I'll Kanye, take. but Kanye is the lame version of Kanye <laughs> I, nowadays. Damn, damn, so, so good. All right, let's. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna wrap out the show, and then we're gonna end the show with Kevin's final attempt to get the intro. Right, no, no, okay? can I do it now? Do I just finished. Okay, fine. Go all for right, it. Go Kev. for it. Well, I'm, it's a lot of pressure now. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. We'll come back to you at the end, at the end of the All show. Right, yeah, out yeah, yeah, today, yeah. Come at me at the end. Out today, we got Yes Tomorrow for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Ponpu for PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, Switch, <laughs> PC. Ponpu. <laughs> what a terrible name. Seven, seven Nights Time Wanderer for Switch. Gray Skies, a War of the World story for Xbox One and PC. Come on, sh- for xbox one knights and bikes for xbox one chicken police for pc ps4 xbox one and switch uh cosmo cosmo no cosmocrats 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 for pc mobius front 83 for pc and mac the blue coats north and south pc and mac real politics 2 for pc fantasy tavern sextet for volume one new world days for switch seven nights time wanderer for switch tens for switch Iris and the Giant for Switch, Outbreak, The Nightmare Chronicles for Switch, My Little Dog Adventure for Switch, Cafe Enchante for Switch, My <laughs> My Riding Stables 2, A New Adventure for Switch, 8-Bit Farm for Switch, What the Fork for Switch, Dragon Lapis for Switch, New Triple, and, and oh, and then there are new triple and double rewards awaiting in GTA Online players, awaiting in GTA Online this week, uh, while all pistols are available free of charge at MU Nation, alongside a free thruster livery, for logging in plus a variety of discounts on vehicle vehicles and live properties here's the thing every now and then as i'm going through out today greg will always drop in like a random update from tta online and red dead redemption 2 and i'm always like i've been so out of tune with what's going on in these games this is one of those ones where i'm like fuck it's been a while since i played tta online because i have no idea what they're talking about with thruster thruster liveries uh and then new days for you we have bubble bobble four no, oh, no, Bubble Bobble for Friends. The Baron is back. It's that's back. coming. It's back. That's coming. That's coming on November seventeenth for PS4 and Switch. Drawn to Life: Two Realms is coming to Nintendo Switch, Steam, and Mobile for iOS and Android on December seventh. And then WWE Undefeated will release worldwide on Thursday, December third for uh, twenty twenty for iOS and Android devices. Deal of the day for you. EA Play members get unlimited access to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order starting November 10th. Uh, now it's time to squad up. Of course, you write in. Patreon.com is kind of funny games. Let us know what games you're playing uh, and what you want to get done, and we'll squad you up with the community. Uh, Michael writes in with a squad up on PS4 and says, 
I'm looking for some best friends who are raid ready in Ghost of Tsushima Legends or anybody that just wants to play Legends in general. I've been having a blast playing with two playing with two friends and we're all key level 105 plus now. But the absence of matchmaking leaves us stuck without a fourth for the tale of EO. I work third shift on Eastern time, so between dad duty and work, my gaming is limited to mostly weekends. You can find me in the kind of funny Discord at uh, M I C R W A R D hashtag four nine six nine, or add me on PSN as Mikey twenty thirteen. That is spelled M I K E Y twenty thirteen. Looking forward to slaying some demons with the best friends. P.S. Congrats, bless on clearing the raid earlier in the week. For what I understand, it's no easy task, and I can't wait to find out for myself. Uh, if you want to go play Ghost of Shima Legends with Mikey, Michael, uh, go for it. Again, Mikey2013 is the PSN username, and, it, and yes, the, the raid is difficult, I'll tell you. But honestly, it's not impossible. Like, it's it's a fun time. It took me, Gofarb, Car- uh, Simon Cardi from IGN, and Mike Mamone from IGN. It took us, I want to say, an old, a, a total of about eight hours to complete the raid. Uh, and it's a blast. And so, have fun. Have a blast doing it. Now uh, it's time. Quick question. Kind of funny. Quick question for mm. Tim. What was the mm. Michael Jackson Disney thing? What was that called? Captain EO. And then what's this called? The, the Ghost- Tale of EO. Okay. I thought those were really close. And every time people say it, I'm like, what are these? <laughs> what, what's going on with uh, Michael Jackson? It's spelled, it's spelled different. <laughs> what's Michael Jackson up to? <laughs> He's dead. Oh, shit. No, it's okay. He was bad to kids. <laughs> God, uh it's fucking kind of com slash you're wrong a lot of people are writing in about breaking news um being well there's a lot of breaking news apparently playstation had a field day during the show uh ps5 apparently won't support ssd storage at launch huh and then sorry i'm trying to find i'm trying to find a lot of you are providing sources, which I really appreciate because that's the way you should do it when it comes to breaking news. I'm trying to find a source that kind of encompasses all that's going on right that's now. That's very yeah, adult. Uh, you know? That's like what citing, now? What you said, That's very adult, citing your sources. I respect that a lot. Yeah. Anyone out there? Res- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to just read, read false news. That's some shit Nano wouldn't st- do, you know what I mean? I'm still feeling the gas that Kevin gave me. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Nibel, Nibel's helped me out here. Sorry. Give me a second to gather my my thoughts and not just rush into things okay yeah so oh there's new playstation 5 videos are showing off <laughs> certain os features listen there's playstation 5 stuff going on me and me and greg will talk about it tomorrow uh because yeah that'll just be easier than to do it uh talk about it now and and again ps ps is coming out tomorrow too and so you'll hear about us talk hear about us talk about that there Ooh. but to sum it up ssd apparently won't ex- expandable ssd won't be available at launch and then uh, apparently the PS5 won't support 1440p is also what I'm seeing here. Those are the Whoa. two tidbits. Whoa. 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 Titty bits. Ew. And then... <laughs> uh, bless. A quick question. Ignacio Rojas points out that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe wasn't a launch title. It came out in April. That is correct. That's a good point. Hmm. What's up, Kevin? Uh, the PlayStation 5, will it have a second slot? Or is it that you have to pull out the SSD and swap it. Pull out, Kevin. You're asking me questions that I you don't know. Pull if out I can and answer. swap it. I imagine. I don't think there's two spots in a console. The PS5 isn't big enough to to fit that. <laughs> 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 I want to 
encourage you today. I don't know what that laugh was. I don't know where that laugh came from. Because it's fucking huge. It's huge. So I'm saying, I'm hearing some people say there's a second slot. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are saying second slot. <laughs> Tomorrow's hosts for the show are Greg and right, hold me. On. Also, hold on a second. Mo- Sorry, hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, all right, Miller, you're live. Yeah, I'm listening to the show. Yeah, there's definitely a second slide. They've shown this. You pop off the thing, you leave in the SSD that's already there, and you install the you know expandable storage inside. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know what the hell he's laughing about. Me and t- me and Tim, I'm sure the I'm sure the audience can probably hear what Greg is saying. <laughs> All me and Tim heard were like, <laughs> uh, they can't hear you, Greg. Oh shit! Uh, Is Greg even still here? He hung up. He hung up. He hung up. What do you say, Kevin? (laughs) Hold on, Greg Miller's calling me. He said, "He's calling me." Greg Miller, what's up? Kim, you know how to use a phone and a microphone, right? Mm -hmm. The fuck's that supposed to hang up on him? What I'm saying is that no, there is a slot in there. You you leave that SSD for the PS5 in there, and then you install the expandable stuff inside. There you go. Boom. Hey, you're alive, you're wrong. Can you explain I to him that like the yeah. kids heard him? Was, the kids heard him. But how big is the PS5, Greg? Oh, she's a big old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> All right, bye, Greg. No, 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 Tim, Tim, explain to him. Oh. Would have really helped me out if you explained that I know how to use the speaker. And that it was your Again, end. tomorrow's hosts for the show are, are Greg and me. Kevin doesn't get better than Are this. you ready? You only get one shot. One more shot to get it right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Did we nail it? Everything seemed nail good it? to me. Yeah, perfect 10 out of 10. Everyone's all hyped. Everybody, everybody's happy? And let's hey, go. let's yeah. go. Of course, Why I this- have an intro only button? Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> I don't remember. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Uh, we have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, till next time, game daily. <laughs>